This is KJZZ's Sun Up. It is your daily news update from here in Phoenix on our state and region. If you listen to this podcast every day, and if you rely on KJZZ for trusted information, please support us as a sustaining member. There's our spring new member drive. Go to kjzz.org and help us out. Well, it is Monday. Welcome back. And this podcast is a daily digest of the news events here in Arizona. I'm Phil Latzman. Hope you had a great weekend. Last Monday of February on this 26th. And let's get to the news. Arizona's Auditor General has released a scathing report criticizing the state land department for leasing land to a Saudi-owned company in western Arizona at cheap rates. As Bridget Dowd reports, the company, Fondamonte, used the land and the groundwater beneath it to grow alfalfa for dairy cattle in the Middle East. State Auditor General Lindsay Perry says the land department's practices for valuing the land it leases don't align with what's recommended. In addition, state law requires the department to conduct a mass appraisal of its properties at least once every 10 years to determine its agricultural rental rates, but the last one was done in 2005. At one of the company's farm areas, the report says the state should have been getting $175 an acre based on 2018 rates, but was only being paid $30 an acre. Not only was the company paying below market rates for the land, but the land department didn't require any additional payment for the vast amount of water it was pumping from the ground. Bridget Dowd, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Phoenix is considering new rules for new customers that use the most water in the city. As Christina Estes reports on the business desk, they would generally include resorts, hospitals, and bottling plants. A proposed ordinance would require conservation plans for new customers that use more than 250,000 gallons daily. And those using more than 500,000 gallons daily would have to rely on recycled or conserved water for 30 percent of demand, with an economic benefit exception. Deputy City Manager Alan Stevenson gave an example. Okay, there are some really uh, great jobs that are coming out of this proposed uh, use or other economic benefits, and maybe they can only get to 25% instead of 30% water. But within their industry, they're doing everything they can to uh, recycle and conserve water. And so then the director has that flexibility to say it's okay to, to do the 25%. The ordinance includes fines for not complying. The city council must still approve. Christina Estes, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The EPA recently issued a new standard to lower the acceptable level of fine particulate pollutants in the air. Kirsten Dorman reports on how that is impacting one Valley neighborhood. The agency is also working to put monitoring stations in communities that are disproportionately affected by this pollution. Reverend Aubrey Barnwell, pastor at First New Life Church, says his South Phoenix community could benefit from having a monitor. Health experts say the tiny particles can enter the bloodstream and cause health problems. We have a point of increased risk, respiratory ailments, and sadly, premature death. The county has until the end of the year to abide by the new standard. Kirsten Dorman, KJZZ News, Phoenix. New data from Arizona's health department shows a measurable increase in maternal mortality in the state. Catherine Davis-Young has more on that. Black and Native American Arizonans were disproportionately impacted. Deaths were also more common among mothers enrolled in the state's Medicaid system. Perinatal mental health conditions were the most common cause of death, and about a third of deaths happened 43 days to one year after a birth. Elizabeth Wood with the Arizona chapter of Postpartum Support International says the report shows a need for improved mental health screenings. The folks that are 
charged with doing the screening in the medical system do not feel adequately trained, prepared, nor do they really have time to be able to sit down and have a conversation. The report analyzes deaths from 2019, but Wood expects trends have continued in the wrong direction in the years since. Catherine Davis-Young, KJZZ News, Phoenix. The Tempe Union High School District's governing board has adopted a new resolution that's meant to improve educational outcomes for special needs students. Board member Amanda Steele took the lead in drafting it and is the parent of a son with a disability. She says historically the district did not always meet his needs. To sit in a district that has an executive team, has a superintendent, and has people that truly, truly want to see these marginalized populations see growth, it's a change maker. The board unanimously approved the resolution, which outlines its dedication to creating safe, supportive, and inclusive learning environments for those students. Well, nearly $200 million in grant money was made available last week by the U.S. Department of Labor to grow and add more apprenticeship programs. The Arizona Department of Economic Security says apprenticeships let people earn a competitive wage while they learn a new trade. Matthew Casey has more. Grants from the Labor Department's large pot of money are to modernize existing registered apprenticeship programs. The grants are to also cover the cost to create new apprenticeship programs in fields such as education, information technology, and supply chain management. Word that the money is available comes as President Biden campaigns for re-election. Last year, the State Economic Security Department received a roughly $700,000 grant to train staff, network with industries in need of an apprenticeship program and grow the number of apprentices in Arizona. Matthew Casey, KJZZ News, Phoenix. Officials are warning residents to clear out fire hazards on their property in Scottsdale and other surrounding areas. As Ignacio Ventura reports, people can use a program to identify those fire hazards. The nonprofit known as the National Fire Protection Agency can help through its FireWise program. According to the Department of Forestry and Fire Management, the program reduces the risk to property. Wildfires can approach developed areas as seen by the Diamond Fire in North Scottsdale. Sean Gillen is with Rural Metro Fire. The risk is is just obviously increasing with the amount of rains we've had, the growth of the globe chamomile invasion, uh, invasive species of weeds, and the grasses are going to be tall again. With the weather, Gillen says now would be the time for people to make preparations to their property to avoid damage. Ignacio Ventura, KJZZ News. Phoenix. A series of photographs taken by former Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher Randy Johnson is part of a new exhibition at the Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts. Images on display come from Johnson's travels in Africa, where he captured both scenery and people. Gerd Wusterman is CEO and president of Scottsdale Arts. Kids may only know Randy as a famous ball player that they've idolized. But now they also get to see him as a great uh, uh, photographer, and, and we think that's a great takeaway from this. Wusterman says Johnson is as excited about exhibiting in his home state as he was when he first stepped on the mound to pitch in the major leagues. The exhibition runs until April 28th. In sports basketball, Grayson Allen scored 24 points, Kevin Durant 22, and the Suns pull away late in the fourth quarter to beat the Lakers yesterday in Phoenix, 123-113. Suns almost gave away, though, a 20-point lead, but it snap a two-game losing streak coming out of the All-Star break with their first win. Hockey, the Coyotes' losing streak now a dozen 
as they've dropped 12 straight. They fell in Winnipeg 4-3 in overtime to the Jets. It was their 10th consecutive loss to Winnipeg. Nick Schmaltz scored twice. Matias Maselli added a goal. Connor Ingram stopped 28 shots for Arizona in a losing cause in the opener of a five-game trip for the Oats, which continues tomorrow night in Montreal. And in baseball, uh, Diamondbacks off to a 2 and one start in spring games. They'll play the A's at Hohokam Stadium in Tempe this afternoon. And that does it for this edition of KJZZ Sun Up, Arizona's morning news podcast this Monday, February 26th. Don't forget to donate. This podcast made possible with listener support. Go to kjzz.org. Thanks for listening today. Enjoy it. And we're back at you tomorrow.